Blog Talk Radio. radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one, or currently in one. We also talk about real issues that are going on between sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. and Mrs. Right and keep ending up with a loser? Are you trying to figure out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship you want to be in and maintain it. Hey, Ty, check it out, man. I'm at the motherfucking, like, check cashing, right? You know, nigga just chilling. You know, I got my tape, like, going some waves, dipping and all that good shit. You know, and fly, spots, right? So, man... Motherfucker walk in, had to be around like, you know, 36, 37. But I swear, to, I swear on everything I love, this bitch had a motherfucking cherry girl. Cherry girl. You still got a cherry girl. I'm gonna right? take my lighter and burn you up. I'm gonna burn you up. Burn like Michael Jackson. Yeah. What's up everyone, this is your boy here, Mr. Evan Brooks, and this is the show called Nothing But The Truth, here to give you advice about relationships and much more. Today's date, Sunday, June 22nd, 2008. Started, man. You know how to get through a Soul Glow song going on, remix to it. Anyway, I want to go ahead and get, drop off some information. You can hit this show up or any other show here. You can hit it up at going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash nb underscore truth. Hit that up. You can get all the shows that I've did before. Just keep hitting it up. Get the audio player from the show. Post it up on your page. Put it on some of your friends' pages. Keep promoting the show. I'm promoting it. You should promote it, too. We got MySpace, too. www.myspace.com forward slash NB underscore truth. And Yahoo email. 
NB underscore truth at yahoo.com. And do not forget about the voicemail. Drop you a line there. Got some listeners' emails. I play on next show for Fallen Men. But the voicemail is 641-715-3900. Extension 33271 pound. Hit it up. Oh, yeah. The Fallen Men. Got show for tonight. You gotta go to www.blogtalkradio.com. Fall him in. Excuse me, forward slash fall him in. Have a show ready for you there, too. And had to kick it up, man. Let me pump this back up. This shit is hot. That's up my Ralph Lauren fall out. Bougie bitch talk about that. I know, I know. Check my head, Sean. I'm just a showboat. Grease on the floor. Fall from a drought. All these days everywhere. Carpet to couch. Find me anywhere. Just follow the route. Take you off the shock. I'm letting them out. I'm ready for the world to see the girls in town. Juices and berries. Nothing but all in the heart. Nothing to let them burn while I break some ground. Oh, yeah. This is the shit right here. You turn this down. Anyway, today we're going to talk about hot topics here. Topic today is 21st century tricking. You need to find out where tricking is at in 2008 and the types of tricks that are out there that think it's all good and whatnot. I do not want you to miss this show here. I want you to call your friends now that can tell them to tune in too. They can call in to listen or they can listen to the website. The call in number is 646. 646- 716-7911. Hit that up. And we're going to talk about it. Okay? And I'm ready to get into it. I'm ready to go ahead and bust you up with some survival scrolls here. You know? i got to get this thing started. I want to get y'all minds right, you know? I don't want y'all to get stuck on none of this BS that's going on out here as far as uh, tricking goes. Especially you men out here. A lot of women are not feeling it. They ain't going to stop you, and that probably ain't going to tell you that. They're going to see what they can get from you, but they don't want you to uh, keep on tricking. I want a man that's got some nuts, okay? So you need to get some nuts, my friends. And we're about to talk about it. I want to talk about the origins of tricking first. It can go back... <laughs> it can go back from... From the beginning of the time, but early records of how tricking has modernized to now have to go back to the Victorian area. And it started off like this. Okay. Trickers at an all-time high, which you know. A lot of men do this because they're insecure with themselves. And they have to uh, dress up as a role-playing character just to get a woman's attention and do things that they normally would not do. Some even come out and appreciate ain't tricking if you got it. Now, let's talk about this. Let's start off in the Victorian era. Victorian era in Britain, or it was around 1837 and it ended in 1901. Under the rule of Queen Victoria, British people enjoyed a long period of prosperity. They had a good time. There was industrial improvements at home. Educated. Middle class was developed. Some scholars extend the beginning of the period and they say it probably started a little bit before when the Reform Act took place. You know, giving people a little bit more things to do, more privileged things to do. Now, I know a lot of y'all saying, what does that have to do with tricking? Well, it would sound funny to you because what sounds funny in the past is really actually happening right now. Ain't nothing new. 
people keep doing the same shit this different time. Now, let me compare it to you what happened in Victoria, England. Like the periods before it, there was an interest in theater, arts, you got your movies here, folks. You got your music, your drama, opera, things of that sort. People go to concerts now. People are going to the movie theaters to see the latest movies, trying to see what's going on, things like that. Arts, we still got those things going on. There was, however, other forms of entertainment. Gambling, at cards establishments called casinos, which you know we have those here in the United States. And that was very popular during that period. And a lot of things start coming out, out of that. People are trying to stop it, which they are trying to do now, which is gambling, drinking, and prostitution. Oh, yes, prostitution. We're about to get into it here. Now, you know the rich indulge in these types of entertainment and trickling down to the average man. The United States was doing it, but not at this type of level yet. If you compare what we have now, it does not sound too different, which I pointed out to you before I even say that. These people were tricking to get pussy from prostitutes and would come home to the missus smelling like some of that, uh, the girl's pussy was on their dick and they didn't even wash it. Because back in those days, people, they washed, but you know, they probably wasn't thinking about that as they do now. So most men would do this shit. Most men would go out and basically go fuck a prostitute to come home. The wife know where he was at, know what's going on. And she wouldn't say nothing. There's reasons to that. You know? At this time, men with elite white men were elite privileged. You know? If you have money and you was white, you're good. And usually with the women, if they inherit anything from their family, it usually goes underneath the man's name because he was in charge at those times. Now, men could seek a divorce if their women were cheating on them. But it was not the other way around. Women could not leave a man because he was cheating on her with another woman. The only way they can probably get out, possibly this man's been cruel to them. Treating her dirty, hitting her, beating her, things like that. And they have to catch it. It wouldn't be like, he hit me. They have to obviously see what's going on. And in those times, women were homemakers, as you know. Doing things like that. Yeah, you have other stuff going on here. Usually women would forgive these men who had sex with other women when he gave gifts and other things to please her. Now, this is the first sign of tricking, obviously, right here. They know what the fuck they're doing, but they still want to hit that wife, you know, don't want her to come off all bitter and stuff. They really didn't care. Some men didn't even care. They knew their wives uh, knew that they was sticking their dick up in some pussy that was not their wife. You know, signs to make everything seem all better. Give her gifts. Like, forget it. You know, here's a gift. But I digress. Digress on here. I want to point out that the most of these women out here had to get on the tracks. You know, there were prostitutes. I know a lot of y'all tell me, man, people are prostitute now. But it's the different types of reasons why people are prostitute now compared to back in the day. And I'm about to break this down. Little prostitution. 1851. Census showed that the population of Great Britain was roughly 18 million. This meant that roughly 750,000 women would remain unmarried simply because there were not enough men. These women came to refer as super 
women or redundant women. And many essays were published discussing what precisely ought to be done with these women. They didn't ask her. They didn't ask her, do you mind if we uh, come up with a plan to, to do something to your ass? Because they treat women like that. They're like, okay, women who didn't make the cut, we don't want y'all bump it. Because women could, did not work at those times, not like that. And unless they had a family operation going on. Because they were trying to, they were banning women from working in meals and children working in meals. They were like, let's, let's keep this with the men. If they worked, they did little things on the side. So, when they were not able to get a husband, they had to resort to this type of game called prostitution. And I do not hate on these women because they had to do what they had to do to survive. With some of the prostitution going on in the States, you have some of these women who are doing this not because uh, society is going to kick them out the street. Because you got independent women out here now that don't have a man. They're not married. they still here. and They're walking. Probably got better jobs than most of these guys out here doing their thing. But these other women out here that's prostituting now, they're doing it because not all of them, but most of them are doing it because they don't want to work at 9 to 5. They want to get the big time money. Yeah, I know it sounds totally crazy, and it goes on to the, the types of stuff that I'm talking about, tricking. Now, you have things to say about it, you can call in 646-716-7911, or you get in the chat room and check that out as well. Okay, this changed the game for somewhat in the United States, because the game was different from what it was in Great Britain. As you know, we had slaves. You know, slavery was in this country for quite a good bit of while. And we still feel the after effects of slavery to this day. You know, after slaves got their freedom after the Civil War, all of them, it was going on where some people were being free during the war, but after the war, it was officially over, freedom. Black people were free, but they did not know what they would do to survive. Because you got to remember, black people were working on people's fields, working on a slave owner's plantation or whatever, and they didn't have to worry about getting money because the slave master basically provided them shelter and food, you know, whatever like that. But they came with a cost, of course, you know, your freedom. But now they got their freedom, what do they do? Since they were working for free, and some such slave owners tend to give them shelter, like I said again, there were some slaves that came up with an idea to start up their own prostitution. And you had guys and women doing this hustle. And like usually slave master go in there, take a woman, and it might be your wife, you know, if you was a slave and he still take your woman and have sex with her and you could not do anything. She just had it, you know. Instead of this shit going on now in those times right there, the slaves, you know, former slaves would talk to the female slaves and basically not all female slaves and this didn't apply to all slaves right here. Apply to some slaves that wanted to get that money now. They had to do what they wanted to do. They didn't want to go back to sharecropping or picking cotton or fucking the slave master just to get some food. They didn't want to do that. They wanted to come up with a, a hustle. What they wanted to do is basically do the same thing that they was having sex with the, the slave owner, who's now a former slave owner, but do it to get some money from him. Instead of him trying to get it for free, they went ahead and... uh told them, look, man, you got to come off and break some bread off. Now, this is signs of tricking. 
with a white man messing with a black woman. Now, like again, I say not all ex-slaves, but some ex-slaves. And of course, in many cases, the former slave owner would pay for that ass, and she would bring back the money to the guy she was with, and she had one. And today you call that a pimp. You know, that's just how the game works. As the black man, we didn't, at that time, black men, once they was free, they didn't have that type of money. They didn't have money like that. But yet, we're still here. And that, I point that out to you because it's not all about tricking. It's not about that shit because if that was the case, black people would not exist anymore in America if, okay, if black women just looking for someone who just throw money at them all the time, they wouldn't be messing with no black man because black men wouldn't be able to have that right after slavery if he wasn't rich. You know, if you just been, if you were just a slave and you just got your freedom, you're not going to have all that money like that. There's no way. People don't got that money now because that was the case again. Black people wouldn't be here, you know. But we had skills. We knew how to do things. We knew how to use our mouthpieces. We knew skills. We knew how to work farm things like that. Agriculture. You have some people with technological things up north. Things like that. That sort right there. wasn't necessarily all about money at those times, especially with black people at our time and point in history in America. Now, again. Like I say, in those times, tricking was not normal. That's not a normal thing today. They're trying to be making it normal, but it's not. Now, let's push it to the 1960s. We're going into the 20th century. 1960s to 1980s. This was a time where there was a lot of changes going on around the world, and especially in the United States. First of all, you had women pushing for their rights as women. Feminist movement was rising. Civil rights movement was coming along, pushing hard, opening up barriers that were never opened up before. You have a war going on. You have protests. People getting shot at protests. Things like that. You also had Woodstock. It was very open. Music, you know, having a good time. Drugs were introduced to this type of era. Uh, heavily drugs everywhere, but drugs was heavily induced like LCD, ecstasy, marijuana, cocaine was being introduced a little bit more stronger than it ever had because it was in the United States before too. And it's a, it's a thing about why cocaine is illegal, and I'll talk to you about that later on. Don't say because it's bad, because they made it like they they used to use it. Now, what I mean by they used to use it, I'm basically saying they used to use it for production value, to have workers use it so they can work harder, faster, better production. But I'll talk to you about that on another show. I don't want to keep talking about drugs like that. I got more drugs on this paper than it ever will be. But anyway, let's go on with, like I was saying. A lot of things were coming along. Tricking, unfortunately, was one of them, too. You still have brothers that were not on that tricking mess, but then money came into the picture as it was everywhere else because the United States was making money. Like I say, the feminist movement kicked in. Women were getting jobs. Women were picking up jobs that were not doing the traditional role of sitting at home being household moms. 
They was being moms that they had kids, but they was also out there in the working field doing their thing. You know, jobs were growing, a new workforce. It wasn't the good old boys anymore. It was women and other minorities growing in this workforce. Well, women got more into business mind hustle as men had for a while. It was not going to be many free pussy giveaways anymore, I'll let y'all know that, especially after birth control pill was created. A lot of women were not giving out no pussy because they didn't really need a man to have shut if they're making their own money. Yeah, they might want to fuck, and they fuck all they want to, but then you have to worry about having no baby. You know what I'm saying? Now, women were getting their fuck on too, as they do today. They got to hustle to get guys to do what they want them to do. Because a lot of men are thinking with their dick in those times than they do now. A lot of men out here sit here thinking, well, if I do this for a shit, give me some pussy. And she might be like, I never tell you that. And you've been doing that shit for no reason. I knew a guy who did that shit. He was bragging about how he fucked this girl. And the girl obviously came out and said he did not fuck her. He was lying, shit like that. She was picking at him, shit like that. And she was making her money doing the thing, and she used them. And he was thinking he was going to get some pussy because he helped move her into our new place. He did it all right, but he didn't get no pussy. I said, what you get? She told me she shook, she shook his hand, and she basically said, thank you. <laughs> That's all you get, motherfucker. That's all you get. That's basically what she told him. Movies were geared around the life of a pimp in the 70s. Only a handful of movies were accurate. For example, the War Brothers, who were in the pimping and drug business, were consulted and were placed in a movie called the Matt, featuring Max Julian as Goldie. And if y'all do not know that movie, go rent it. That was a good movie to me. Because if you get the DVD and you look at it, they tell you about the whole situation with the War Brothers. The people, if if you saw the movie, if the old goers out here listening to the, what I'm saying, the people around my parents' age, they're in their 60s or whatever, 50s, 60s, you remember that movie. That movie really was something right there. Because the man pointed out, you know, the War Brothers told Max Julian how a pimp would act. And these guys were really pimps. One dude got shot, and that's why they did a dedication to one of the War Brothers that died. But, really, it really showed the whole thing. Like, you had a lot of stuff like Dolomite shit making humorous things because a lot of white people don't even know anything about the pimping business as black people because black people originally created that shit when, uh, after slavery came because they had the, the stuff down pat and it ain't all about these flashy clothes and shit because a lot of guys thinking what they see on TV flashy clothes, jewelry, fancy cars you don't want to put yourself a high profile that's stupid you don't do your shit like that just like for instance if you saw American Gangster Denzel Washington's character, Frank Lucas, he was a drug dealer. I mean, he had to hustle up in Harlem doing his thing. He was cutting out the middleman, going straight to Asia to get his products and put them in, basically, uh, cop, yeah, coffins. <clears throat> the thing was, Denzel's character wasn't wearing all these flashy shit. Even though his brothers were trying to wear that flashy shit, he cut that shit out. He's like, you don't want to strike out and make yourself a target. First of all, you're black. You shouldn't have all this money, they basically saying. So you're a profile, and they still profile black people. If you wear a do-rag and you got rims on car, they think you're a drug dealer. Shit like that. I heard many stories about this. I talked to many guys out here tell me this shit. 
but his character basically got caught because he wore a fifty thousand dollar fur thing with a mint uh, coat with a hat and everything it cost fifty thousand dollars and they were like who wears that who is this guy and that became his downfall because they were trying to trace him trying to figure out when he was doing things like that so pimps are doing the same thing they're not going to go out there and be wearing all this flashy shit if they're pimping and they're not going to always come off there beating up on their women you got some pimps out there like that but what's the purpose of beating up on your woman if you got to get her out there to make you your money because no one ain't going to pick no one looking all messed up in the face that's stupid and a lot of people because a lot of white folks who try to make movies about pimping, they really didn't understand the whole situation out there. If you want to know, you ought to get that rosebud. Uh, he wrote a book. He was saying the whole thing about pimp. You know, he was one of the original pimps out there. So you do need to know about the whole situation if you're going to try to judge it for movie makers out there. Media also geared more things towards women's interests since they were working and making more income than men. Because Yes, they say women are underpaid, some of them are, but a lot of women are making more money than men, because first of all, women are getting higher quicker than men are, because I guess most men that's in the work scene that's running businesses and shit, they see a man as competition, particularly a black man as competition, because if you get him in there and he knows more shit than you do, you got a problem. He might take you out, so they probably won't consider hiring you. Now, I'm not trying to say all companies do this, but I'm just pointing out the facts here on the new side of racism and shit that's going on. They might not come out and call you nigger and shit like that, but they have their ways of not having you in there, even though it's an equal opportunity. It's different ways, too, but I digress on it. The feminist movement left a mark on many women that witnessed that era happen, and these women passed that along to their girls. If they had daughters, they passed along to their daughters. And what I mean by that, they probably say, you don't need no man, man ain't shit. Things like that, you know? It's particularly black women. Because the shit is ridiculous from what I'm seeing here. But, let's go on to the 70s and 80s here. After all this partying going on in the 60s and the mid-70s, shit hit the wall in the late 70s and all throughout the 80s. AIDS, crack babies, a weak economy. People had to cut back on the fame and glamour and settle for seconds. And what I mean by this is that they could had to get what they could afford. They could get over the top things because money wasn't looking right, gas shortages. All this shit I'm talking about is nothing new. That you see here today, the gas problem and shit, nothing new. The economy, nothing new. All this stuff that's going on, diseases, AIDS is still here, nothing new. Nothing new at all. I just want to open your minds up to that, the people that's around my age thinking, oh, this is new. This ain't new. This ain't new at all. My, this, it's changed slightly, same thing, basically. With that in mind, that I'm, I'm talking about this, with the pimping and all this stuff that was going on with pimping and tricking and stuff, the Mac era uh, before where it was all cool, smooth, things like that, what some people saying flashy clothes, that that radically changed the 90s and beyond with crazy tactics, uh, tactics to dating. With the dating situation, you have the 90s here. Women were on their game, doing it well, but guys who were not aware of the whole game 
of tricks and how to be a real man and how to be a trick. They didn't know. Some of these guys wanted to take the fast lane and get their money illegal, not just because they wanted the nice cars or the house, but they wanted to get a woman or to get many women that they see on TV. Some of these women fell in love with the lifestyle of these guys, but not the guy himself. And this is where the baby mama troubles come along. You know, a lot of women out here having kids with some of these guys who promised they were going to be there. Because, I mean, I don't know y'all, particularly people who listen, but I know these women out here don't deliberately want to get pregnant if they don't want to uh, deal with that burden by themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's not the original plan. Now, if you got money, I see women out here who got lots of money who say, I'd rather have a baby and just take care of myself. But that's not the situation. I'm not talking about the rich woman in Hollywood. I'm talking about the average lady here, the average Jane here. And a lot of people start coming off doing crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? A lot of men felt out of place. And what I mean, what I mean by men, men just basically didn't grow up in the era of the 60s, 70s. They didn't see all this stuff. They saw the stuff, what was I call the program era. Or they program man to believe this shit as a child, always adult life. Basically plugging you into the matrix as I call it, which they want you to believe, which is not real. And they felt something was wrong, you know. They was being a nice guy that was saying sweet things to the lady. They was acting simple, which is the problem with some of these simps out here. So just figured they would just do it. You know, what's the best thing they can do, you know? If they couldn't get no woman, no more, because women weren't feeling that. They were feeling that dude was keeping it real, you know? Real Max was still there. They still are here. There's not as many. So they did clean tricking. What I call clean tricking is that a guy who works a legit job and has what he wants, like he has the house, he has the car, but does not get the woman that he wants other than just to trick out. Um, he obviously trick out. He'll buy her a car. He'll do all these are like the rich guys, like pretty woman, Richard Gear style. These guys like that. There are many guys like that. Like basically, we had a governor, I believe, what was it? The governor and the mayor of New York. It might have been the governor of New York who was doing stuff like that, buying fancy stuff. I mean, he put it on his payroll account. These tabs and stuff, and they caught up with him. He had to leave. Now these guys are the ones that are willing to go to Vegas and Atlantic City and some of the other attractions in the U.S. And, and, and particularly some of these people will go overseas to mess with underage kids. They did a a thing on TV about some of these professionals were doctors, lawyers, many professionals that had enough money to do it and they would go into like Asia and um, Tha- particularly Thailand I believe to have sex with underage kids, and they couldn't be no more than five or six, you know? Now, you got blue-collar tricking, and this is the average guy. He does not have everything, and he is just standing here. I mean, he's just sitting there standing, don't know what to do. He would use anything at all just to get pussy and nothing else, whether it's just using weed to get a girl to come over, liquor, Money, assets like a car to drop her around. He would do it. She does not even got to be good looking because of his urgent need to get some ass. And how many ladies out there know this type of guy right here? This guy right here would basically play around 
and do anything. I mean, he will say anything. He's like a politician. Not all politicians do that, but most politicians would do that. They would go out there and basically do what they feel like they have to do to get what they want. And you got a lot of guys out here that's willing to do shit like that. But I'm, I, I recommend you don't do that shit, guys, because I'm going to explain more into it. With the music changing back in the day, you can listen to some good music where they talked about some stuff that really meant something to these people. People of that era, the 60s and 70s and 80s. It, it happened in, in the 90s when you start seeing a trend where people are talking about they, they trick off money, they buy you this if you be with me, I pay your rent, I'll, I'll, I'll make you some cupcakes, things of this sort. You don't want to have that. And women are knowing this. They're like, I don't want no man that's going to do things like that. I want a man that's going to uh, like me for me. But these, And they know, guys, these women know that you're playing these BS games as far as you talking about tricking. You don't do tricking, but I love you a lot. I would love to take you out. When a woman see you coming off like that, honestly, guys, she know you bullshit. She know you straight up bullshit from the, the get-go right there, you know? And no woman wants to be with no man like that. I'm telling you right now. So you need to stop that right now. I'm trying to help you out. Now, women are not going to tell you this, guys. You might not even hear this from your mom. Your mom might have programmed you because this is part of the whole program situation I call it. The media has programmed you. Your mama might have programmed you, too, as far as telling you how to treat a woman. Fortunately, my mom didn't tell me that shit. My mom told me to stay away from bald-headed hoes and to stay away from girls that's on some bullshit because they might come after your money, you know? as well, you know, a woman's not going to turn down no money if a dude's offering to give it to him. Like, here, take my money, take my money. You know, let's be real. Let's be honest here. Let's be real with one another. 
you know, like I say again, woman throwing pussy out to a dude, and he's not going to be like, oh, I don't want that, honey, I don't want that dick. He's going to fuck the shit out of her. And that's just point blank. But, you know, at the end, he's not going to respect her. Just like he's not gonna, uh, a woman's not going to respect him dude just throwing money. Because she knows what the fuck he's doing. He's not trying to really get to know. He's trying to get up in her. And I have to point out one thing about that is that these people out here tricking, doing their little things, thinking it's all cool and stuff. Like Mr. Ray J out here, he was doing shit like that. That's not cool. It's not cool at all. And y'all have to look at this. Y'all have to realize something. Do you, I think, really want to become tricks? Do y'all want to? Get out there, do your thing. You'd be like, yeah, I am a trick. You think that's cool? You think people don't respect you? Come on, wake up now. Wake up for a second. Another person, Little Wayne, he's talking about letting it rain on hoes, you know? You let it rain on hoes, and people are sitting here like, I'm going to do that too. I'm going to just let it rain on hoes, and I'm going to be bad like Little Wayne. No, you're not. And Little Wayne knows that's bullshit. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy's making money. He's his album uh, broke a record when it first came out. This latest record, I mean, latest album that just came out. Yeah, and that's cool and stuff. But you got to think about it. Is he just uh, saying he likes to let it rain on hoes? I mean, you basically saying you like to waste your money on girls who really don't care, just care about your money. That's not realistic here. Let me tell you what's really going on with some of these music artists here. They are not having any morals in their head. They're not saying, well, this uh, record producing company is telling me I need to say stuff that's going to get people in. I need to say small thing, trick, hoe, bitch, fuck, pussy, drugs, say these things, and I get my money. And basically, record producers are tricking that money to these uh, artists. And the artists can make the choice whether or not if they want to do it. Now, if you compare it to the other generation, they wasn't going to have any of that. Even though that tune was going to pour it out there too, and they said, no, we're going to do it my way. And I think what happened with the music is basically when they start putting messages in the, in the songs, stuff like Public Enemy, KRS-One, all those people out there are talking about you know, stand up. They weren't talking about no tricking. They weren't talking about spending money. They were talking about standing up, getting rights, don't let people punk you down. Don't let people tell you no. Things like that. And government was getting scared. You know it's true. They was worrying about uh, people might take over and start fighting them and shit. No one ready for that shit. So the man, the record companies probably got threatened by the FBI or anyone else. So that's talking about, about money and shit like that. And put this into the mind of the youth, saying it's all right to be a trick. It's all right to lose your respect when you give money to a woman that don't know you from the campaign. You don't know her. You're going to get some pussy. You're going to get something. You might get herpes or AIDS or whatever, but at least you came out as a trick. And you think that's a realistic message. You honestly think that's real. Do you think that's what you want? I don't think I want that myself. And if I call a trick in my presence, I'll call his ass out. Especially the ones that like to call out and say that tricking, all right, it's all good. For instance, a guy I used to work with, he used to point out saying that tricking was good. You know, he thinking everything would be all right if you trick. And he'll say anything to a woman that gets fast. And a woman knows he's bullshit. And he knows he's bullshit. So what does that prove? 
woman know if a woman can predict you, honestly, guys, and she can predict you, you're no fun. And a lot of women out there are not feeling that. Now, what I was saying is what the ladies have been telling me. The ladies pointed out this few things to me about what they do not like. They do not approve of this. And you need to take notes on these guys. You need to take notes in order for you to get whatever you want. If it's just to have some sex with a woman, is it just to have a real relationship with a woman? Take some notes. First of all, you got to be yourself. I don't care what you say. You got to be yourself. And ain't saying being a trick. You was not born to be a trick. People program you to believe that, and I believe the media has done that. Some parents who believe that man ain't with shit end up having a son, told him to do this so he can better his chances, but just set your son up for failure. The fathers ain't been there to really give the late, the real basis because they're afraid what they tell the mom because the boy might go back, Mom, Dad used to be a player and this and this and that. He has to know the good and bad, you know? You just can't sit there and paint a good life if you do this to a woman, if you cook for or you buy nice stuff, she'll stay with you forever. In reality, she'll fuck your best friend because she really don't have any respect for you. She loves money, but she don't respect you. And you come off with a damn shotgun baby carriage looking crazy and gone postal. But let's go down to the women's thoughts here because a lot of women wrote in and told me some things, what they thought, and I talked to a lot of women out here. Okay. Let's go to the first one. Women do not feel like a guy or do not like a guy that's trying to buy them off, but they will refuse, they will will not refuse the gifts of the assets of the man's privilege, you know. Basically, a man is coming off tricking off, tricking off, tricking off, and she's saying, this nigga's a trick, he's a trick. She's not going to go in his face, oh, you a trip, get away from me. She'll take what he can, especially in a recession. Recession is not so good for for a community of people being tricked out and things like that because right now people are getting tight with the money and they're waking up. In a way, recession is good for some of these tricks out here because when their money's tight, they can't spend their money on every single girl out here. They have to make a choice what they're going to do. Are you going to basically off all your money where you can't live or sleep or anything like that and get no gas for your car because gas is $4 or you're going to trick off your money on Susan here that don't even like you really and you know it. She's just here for your money. Okay. Women say when a man comes off trying to do things, it makes them look weak in their eyes because it seems like he is insecure and desperate to get her. And it does. If you come off meeting a woman, and let's say, for instance, you like, I want to take you, I want this and that, I want, let's look, I want to take you to the islands, I want to take you on a cruise, she will know what the fuck you doing. It's different. You say, hey, you know, it's nice meeting you, this and that. I like to continue talking to you. Let's meet up at the park and chat. That ain't nothing. Park is free. Ain't really game. What you going to do at a public park, really? So talk and get to know each other. And that sets up the whole thing, like you're bold, you know what you want. But you, first of all, you're not going to be no trick. That basically tells that woman that you're not playing that trick game. I'm going to tell you after dinner, I don't know you from campaign. You're not going to do that. So first of all, I learn these things. I experience things like you take a woman out to eat 
and you don't know her, she's coming there for a meal, the only thing she's going to say, she got what she want. You think you're going to get what you want. She might say, take me home, take me home, this and that. That's when you got to cut that shit off. You got to be bold because a woman not going to respect no man coming off like that. And you, she say, take her out. You tell her you don't know her from a can of paint. And she don't like it, goodbye, bye. Because you're getting another woman. And you got to have that theory in your heart. And you coming off thinking, well, I can't have that happen because I don't have no nuts. Well, it's time to get some nuts. You need to get into some real shit. Stop looking at the pussy-ass shit on TV telling you that you need to do this to be a man to get a woman. And it's totally wrong. And you are questioning this. You are questioning these people. You can question me. You can call up. I can give you the number to call me. I'm very available. You should question these people who give you this advice. Look up that burner. Let's don't take their word. Don't take no one's word. Look at what's being presented to you and do your own research and stop sitting here on your fat asses and letting people tell you this is how it be that you wonder why you can't get on a woman. You know, you've been tricking all your money out, broke as hell, and ain't got shit to show for it. Let's be real. Now, women say they love sex. They love sex a lot. Just like guys love sex. But it really does get messed up when guys turn around talking about he wants to start a relationship after y'all had a one-night stand together. It really makes things awkward, especially when the woman says she came back here just to have sex, and that's it, no relationship, no emotions behind just to get, get a good fuck on, basically. You know what I'm saying? If you don't understand that, if you don't understand what she's saying, then you get that checked out here. Okay, next thing, women are creating clients of guys, especially young guys. They're trying to buy her off, one for the rent, one for the car note, one for school loan, and et cetera. And, guys, I know y'all don't understand these concerns. I'm making my own terms here as far as breaking it down so you can understand, but you have to realize you do have a lot of women out here that aren't trying to play this type of game. They're trying to get you in there, and they're trying to have different clients because they know they just can't get this from one average dude. Well, average dude can't do all that stuff and take care of him, but then don't get no ass. So she has different clients. I call them clients because she provides the service. Maybe she do give him a little bit of ass here and there to keep him just enough where he's thinking he's going to get the ultimate ass any time, but in reality, She's not going to give him none of that shit, really, but like a little dash of it. Maybe he can sit his face in her pussy. That's about it. And he's turned on by, you know, shit like that. And I heard about to do shit like that. But what you basically want to do is not be a client. The woman coming off time and want to know about your job and shit like that, and you ain't brought it up. You might brought up that you work at a job, but she's wanting to know how much you're paying shit. She's looking for a trick. She's looking to see what you're going to do because... I know people who did shit. It might not even be money. For instance, the girl across the street, they got their ass kicked out more likely. Before they were gone, the person kept looking through the window, and I, I was looking I was looking because I was coming out at night trying to get my stuff out of my car and going to my place, but, you know, if someone's looking through the blind, usually you're supposed to turn off the lights at night, look through the blind, and then close them. Don't be the obvious and sit there and stare and look at all my movements until I close the door at my apartment complex. That looks kind of spooky. 
And I even confronted him about that. I'm like, what's the deal? Tell me, no one ain't looking at you. Leave us alone. Leave me alone. I said, okay. It was two of them. I believe it was the the cousin who didn't have a child. She is now going to try to contact me, talking about, can you take me to a hospital? Can you take me this and that? And knowing a, uh, a regular dude who thinks, oh, she look good, because, yeah, of course she might look good as shit. But first of all, she don't got no car. She don't got no job. She's a weedhead. Oh, she's fit for a drink, a club, maybe a good fuck. You think a man that's got his shit together really going to settle for that? I told her, no, I couldn't do it. I'm busy. And kept calling and calling calling because I was the only nigga with the car. And see, these women can't get much, really. They might have their looks for a while, but I thought that since a man who's really on his shit, if he just really want to fuck her, he'll do a few things because you don't have to press those type of low-budget chicks right there. He do. A, he might check out a little bit. He might shoot her out a little bit of weed, get a little bit of alcohol, and fuck it, and that's it. And it's stupid in a way. It's kind of insane because she keeps repeating the same steps on getting these men and keeps getting the same results but expecting something different. And these tricks are just like, hey, I don't care. Because some of them don't care. They say I'm happy to trick. I don't know if y'all watch some of these shows out here like HBO specials where dude tell me I'm the biggest trick out of them all, that shit is real. This shit's real in Greensboro. You should see how packed the uh, strip clubs get. Some of the guys go there because the wife is acting funny, but the other guys, they're single. No single man should be going to no strip club. You should be going out on the street getting your woman if you want to really get some real action. I mean, what's the problem? You scared? What's there to be scared about? Just go at it, man. Come on. Don't be scared of women. That's the problem now. Guys are scared of women. Scared that she's going to say no to them, and then they lose their life or something. I mean, real man can handle rejection. It's the boys who cannot handle the rejection. And you got to make a choice. Which one are you going to be, a man or a boy? But as I digress, let me keep going on here. Hmm. Women are taking chances now to get worse jerks of all time because these guys don't really get too flips. Fuck if she leaves or not. He will have another one lined up. It's the challenge that women like. It's not really because of the jerks in particular. It's just that the jerks got the mentality that the women are appealed to. You get what I'm saying? They're liking a dude that's down for doing this, getting in their face, telling what's on his mind, and don't give a damn about really what she said, you know? Because a lot of guys are worried what a woman said. Women say, you're wrong. You're this and that, and you come up to her and say, you know what, man, you're going to enjoy each other's company tonight, and in the morning, we're going to wake up to some Belgian Whoppers, well, not Whoppers, Belgian Waffles, and she might be like, oh, you're wrong for that, or you might just be like, man, we're going to fuck tonight, right, and she might say something to you crazy, but she's, she's going to say that's a predictable reaction, just like Mo one pointed out on the show before, but your thing is you don't put the back down. That's what you really meant to say. That's what you really meant to say. And a lot of guys, again, like I've told you before, they do not want to be wrong. They want to be right. They want to say the right thing to get the act. But sometimes it's not about saying the right thing to the woman. It's just being yourself. Being yourself will get you more to where you want to be in just putting on a facade. Don't hide what you feel. If you like that woman, don't sit there and tell your boys, Man, I'm a trick. Because I heard many dudes tell me that around me. I had to cut their asses off. There's no point in doing that. There's no point of tricking off your money if you know how to do it. Because think about it. That's a lot of broke dudes out here. 
especially in the city of Greensboro. They be getting all types of chicks. How do they get these chicks? They don't got no money, of course. How do they get these chicks? They themselves. Can you explain that? Can you really, truly explain that? So not everyone's got money like that. Everyone's accrued differently as far as income level goes. That someone might be working McDonald's, another person might be owning McDonald's. Or maybe the person's manufacturing McDonald's. These people are in different classes. How do they do this? You know? That's about the conversation skills. That's what you really need to work on in nonverbal communication. Because really, you don't have to be doing any tricking. If you're really bad at it, you can have her come work for you, you know? She can help you out. Another thing that I want to point out about the tricking that's going on is that people each year are getting caught up in bush like this. And they, they pay the price either with their life or a bad experience that they can't get over and they have to take medicine for it. And the thing is about it is, if you're tricking, and if you're thinking that's all right because women are saying it's cool, that's all right, you know? Don't believe it. Don't believe that. Don't believe these songs that you hear and buying her a drink. That's going to make me fall. All she doing is listen to song. Women might tell you one thing and mean another thing. You just have to be real with yourself. You just can't sit here and talk and talk, and then nothing happens, you know? Because a lot of people who talk ain't about shit. People who trick ain't about shit. They don't looking to get what's done with them. But the thing is, a lot of guys out here will keep doing this. What I ask of the men out here is to wake up. Don't get caught up in none of this BS, because if you do, you're going to pay the price. And the women out here, I know y'all women are not going to do this. I know. I know. I know 100% sure that you're not going to do this. What I bet y'all, what y'all won't do is tell them, like I told you earlier. But it'd be nice if, if, it, if it's not a guy that you're interested in, but you know he's doing this tricking shit, break that cycle out of him. Tell him, you know, really a woman ain't going to really appreciate no dude that's not by her own. Say so that woman's either insecure with herself, superficial, or just selfish in a way. And just throw that note to them. If you can't throw this podcast to them, throw that note to them. Because he does need to get this knowledge in his head. I don't want no one to come around crying to me. Like, I had dudes crying to me, telling me I can't get no girls, stuff like that. Because he cannot be able to do the things that a normal man can do is basically say what's on his mind because he says he's worried about rejection. He was worried about it since he was little. And he's hurt and stuff because he get a woman, but these women come after him, but these women don't even got no class. They got a bunch of kids. They have, they've been loose. they loose as hell from what he told me. And it's the only thing he can get. What type of shit is that? Why does he think that's the only thing he can get? Because people in his family told him that? Who knows? My thing is we can break this cycle. And the guys out here, you can break this cycle too. You get these people, this show, my other shows, and let them listen to it. The website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore truth. Put all the audio players on here, on their pages. Put it everywhere that you got a web page that allow you to put 
audio players on. Let these people listen about the true meaning of the tricking. Because I broke it down. I broke it down to a condensed form for a one-hour show. I didn't want y'all to be going, oh, because we could have went back down to the beginning of the time we could, but I don't have one-hour show. I wanted to show obvious clues that you can look back. Give these people the number to call into the show. You know how to reach me. People that send me emails telling that crazy stuff, man. Be honest with your people because we don't need no one to be lying, cheating, or stealing. And when you um, cheat people, you tell them what you want them to hear, and you trick off money trying to pretend that you really want that woman to be your wife or whatever when you really just want to hit it, you're robbing yourself. Robbing yourself of money. You're robbing yourself on believing the lie that you put in your head. And basically you find out in the hard way after you're 50 and don't have no one to be laying in the bed with. Let's be honest with yourself. That's what I call for. Now, you might disagree with that, but, hey, that's your opinion. I won't say anything much about that. But other than that, this is our show. I want to appreciate Mr. D-Money coming in, hitting it up, talking to Mr. Nick. Have some other people in here I don't see in here. I see some guests and five, five tell even. Sorry if I didn't get here right or not. But anyway, I appreciate y'all coming in there. I know other people are listening getting silent on me. But hit up the show, any show that we have, again, on Sundays, 6 o'clock p.m. always. Podcast 24-7. Get this show. I keep promoting. I'm promoting this show hard. I plan on getting 1,000 people a week to listen to this show. I'm going to keep promoting. And D-Money's down there to help me out, too, as well, and connect you up. Stay tuned for 8.30 where we're talking about Kruger's. And how they rob the baby uh, cradles, just like Linda, Hogan, Demi Moore, all these well, older women. Let's talk about that. Tonight at 8.30 p.m. at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash falling in. Hit that up, and we will talk, and we will see what's going on with these older women. Canadian love is going to be in with us sitting in. We're going to talk about all the good stuff. Other than that, I thank you for listening in, and I hope that y'all keep it real. I do not want y'all to get in any trouble as far as getting caught up in some bullshit with these tricks. And you just keep serving the ice cream again to them. Other than that, peace out.
hit the block dressed in white with some better than bowls. A pocket full of stones. Three G's and trying to lose these hoes. In the test, coming sick cause it's the first of the month. Fiends on my page are like I'm trying to take these fools to lunch. Going crazy in the ghettos trying to kill me. My little homies lost his life. Y'all fools feel me. I pack a heat cause I'm paranoid at night time. Roughly pulling jacks. I'm in the hood busting gangsta rhyme. And still gotta watch my back in the hood. G like spice, one sexy fools living like the movie. Little kids get body. I mean my hood is rowdy. I'm trying to make a dollar fifty cent before I'm up in Ali. Master P, I got it two for three, call me if you need some deep. Me and my little brother Silk, we be ballin'. Got this thing sold up from Texas to New Orleans. And cross the West Coast with fools, get wicked. I'm in the game, hella deep, trying to score a meal ticket. Breaking things off boulders, I mean A1 soda. Duckin' a task and trying to hide from the roller. And hangin' with troops, so this is my true click, we true to this. True to the G-A-M-E, fool, we ain't new to this. In the hood, I got ice cream cones. And if you fiends want to lick, nothing for free, that don't cost you 20 bones. For y'all bones that one way, call me on the page. I got half gallons of milk, fool, I got 31 flavors. Mr. I-C-E-M-A, in this on the scene, you better have my fatty if you don't have my cream. Me cash. I got to go to the grind and get mine. Who's be trying to check it, wreck it, but it's about that time. So who owe me, pay me now, don't pay me later. Crooked alligators trying to scheme off the top. Well, they be like player haters. I got some two for three, four for five. Got them rock for killers. I got two for three, four for fives on Max and Glocks. You can come and check my grip. You can come and check this. But I'm on them triple golden nine Skrilla Lex Master P in the 500 SEL with a triple beam. You scream, I scream with the fiends screaming for ice cream. Before you jump in the game, uh. let's get one. 